Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. Good Saturday afternoon, everybody. My name is Rich Orris, and I am your host of Write a Home with Rich. And also, those of you may know, a lot of you may know, I am also a senior home consultant with St. Louis Best Full Service Design Build Remodeling Company, Mosby Building Arts. When you mix those together in a bowl... You come up with your own personal home consultant for the next hour, starting now. So, questions live on the air, we can get to them. All you need is this number, 314-241-9797. Any home improvement questions you have, give me a call. I'll do my best to get you some good information on it. And don't forget, when you call in, you'll be eligible for that $25 Stephanina's gift card. That will get you a really good dinner for two. And this is not just pizza, people. I'm talking full-on, authentic Italian dish lineup and a great family atmosphere. You will love it. Again, the number you need, 314-241-9797. Make sure you leave us your phone number so we can contact you when you're the big winner. And today, I'm super, super excited. I've got just a ton of information for you today. So pay attention. There's even more giveaways to come. I have a special guest today, the president of our company, Mosby Building Arts, Mark McClanahan's with me. We will be covering a ton of information about the remodeling industry, different types of remodeling companies, how to choose a good one for you. We've got all that. And halfway through the show, I'll unveil another right-at-home hack. You don't want to miss that. So I'm really excited because... Mark today has brought in a $20 gift card to Starbucks. So here's how that can be yours. Call in and answer this question on the air. If you know the answer, which industry do you think receives the most complaints to the Better Business Bureau? Call in, answer that question, and this gift card could be yours. Make sure you leave us your phone number and Bam, just like that, you got four lattes, okay? So if no one knows that, I think me and Mark's going out to Starbucks here in a little bit. So I can't wait to get this stuff going. Got a lot to talk about. Give me and Mark a call. Anything about remodeling projects, anything about the remodeling industry as a whole today, 314-241-9797. So Mark, let's just get this thing kicked off. How you doing? Thanks for coming in on a Saturday. Hey, it's uh, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Hey, um, yeah, no problem. I appreciate it. I think it's great to uh, finally have you on. Is kind of We need some presidential music, like he's walking <laughs> in on the red carpet or something. <laughs> Should we put a seal behind him? No, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> I did not mean to say that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, and, and yeah, so, and, and that is kind of funny because even at work and stuff, it's not like you you feel like the president or like I walk by and think, oh gosh, that's the guy running everything. There you go. (laughs) Oh man, that's priceless. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So, but you know, 
your easy, <laughs> your down to earth, open door policy. We just talk about even things away from work, just kids. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Life. Um, so I'd like everybody to kind of get to know you. Like what, so where did you come from? How did you get from Mosby? All that kind of stuff. Wow. That's a, a unique, I should say, that's a good question. It's a fairly common question, but I think the answer is a little bit more unique. So I've been with the company for nine years before I started working in the remodeling industry though. I was actually in the music industry. And this is why I prov- I provoked this, because yeah. I love the stories <laughs> that you have. <laughs> so I um, started off right out of college with a degree in music theory and composition and went right into the recording studio. And I was a recording engineer, staff engineer for a, a local um, studio called Clayton Studios, which is still around. Did that, and then I got into music producing. And um, was a free- freelance music producer, traveled all around the country, worked in L.A., New York, uh, Chicago, Nashville, the big recording and big recording sure, markets. Sure, yeah. And um, did great. Loved loved doing that. Uh, just just a blast. Um, and then uh, I had a client who was one of my um, one of my uh, artists that I produced, and he wanted to start a a record label and a production company. So in two thousand three, we started this company together. Um, and it, he actually owned the company. I just worked for him. It was really his idea to do it. And here's the unique thing about it um, that most people probably don't know about. But I produced his first Jewish rock album. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'd never heard of Jewish rock up to that point. But um, and his name is Rick Recht. He still lives here in St. Louis. So all the St. Louis listeners who have any kind of Jewish background may know who Rick Recht is. So I, I produced his first Jewish rock r- record. And then so... Um, we put the, this company together and we had the top two um, touring Jewish rock artists in the country on the label. And um, so I did that all the way up to the big recession. And at that point, I'd been in the industry for 17 years, uh, really had a blast. But I thought, you know, I think I could use just a change of pace. And yeah. um, so I fired myself from the company because, the, the, you know, the, the company, like all companies at the time, were just, you know, struggling a little bit. And I just yeah. started networking and then... I met Judy Mosby, so she's 50% owner of, of Mosby Building Arts, and we just had a, they weren't really looking for anybody to work for them at the time, it was 2009, and we just had a great conversation. She's an, she's an awesome uh, entrepreneur, and then she's like, hey, I think you should meet Scott, I think there's something here. And at that time, they were considering what their future would look like, because they knew that at some point they wanted to retire. Oh, yeah. And so they hired me. I came on uh, board just to run the marketing to say, hey, well, let's test you out. Let's see if, you know, if, if you'd be a good fit for our culture. So I came into the company. I worked for them for uh, a few months uh, on a consulting basis. And then they said, hey, we want to put you on full time. And then just through that path, I eventually was promoted to chief operating officer and then 2015 to president. And with the whole intention of helping their company run beyond into their retirement so yeah kind of run itself really it's, yeah mm-hmm. yep. yeah so that's that's how i got to most be building arts i'll tell you i love it here's what i love about it first of all it's a creative industry you have designers and architects and we do amazing work there and then you've got cr- awesome craftsmen who you know are complete artists with their hand in fact i was at a job site yesterday where um chris lehman is one of our project leads and he was showing me how he had created this um he was working in a window that had a um, arch, mm-hmm. and, oh, he, yeah. and he took onyx, and he was talking about how he made this beautiful arch just out of onyx. 
and he was just talking about how he he didn't know what he didn't know what he was going to do, and then he figured it out that he can do this, and it was just beautiful what he had done, and it was just kind of his brainchild to do it that way. It wasn't in the plans to do it that way. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So that's you know the other creative side of things. So it's a creative industry which I love, and then the culture that Scott and Judy Mosby have created at at that company is just just in a family oriented empowering type of thing so anyway that's a long answer sorry i just yeah no that's great that's perfect so that's my background so yeah yeah because i know i love that story and everything and um with the music background and stuff because it is a big change yeah you know from music to remodeling you know how do you but you know and we can talk more you know after our first break here in a little bit but you know how that's like the president of the company, it's not like this dictatorship, you know, it's not, there's so many facets around in how the company's molded and how Scott and Judy have done that. And, you know, and just did everything and their, their family orientation into it, uh, the, you know, their approach and look is so, so different. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's why I've been here 18 years almost now. Yeah, it's wow. like, you know, it's, that's, that's, it's just, it's that culture, it's that atmosphere and it's, it's the people. You know, it really is. But so I think let's get into our first break here. We've got a couple calls that have come in so we can get to some of them when we get back and we can get to some of the industry stuff that you do because it's not all just like run this company, but it's really figure out what do we need to do, Mm -hmm. you know, as a whole and everything. So we can, I'm really excited to get into some of that. So let's get into our break and callers hang on the line and we'll get to you too when we return. As events happen. Let me uh, turn that over to Mr. I'd like to ask you, sir, uh, this is your report. You'll hear them. Well, your investigation is not a witch hunt, is it? It is not a witch hunt. Right here. In our criminal justice system, there is no power or authority to exonerate. Russians massively intervened in 2016, and they are prepared to do so again. St. Louis's FM News Talk. We call it the Mueller Report, so we expect a lot better, clearer answers, and then really kind of deferring to, that's not in my purview. FM News Talk. Yeah, uh, that's in your purview. 97.1. Discover anywhere Lombardo. Lombardo Homes Build on Your Lot program that allows you to build any Lombardo home on your own property. Still offering the customization, unrivaled quality, and extraordinary details for which Lombardo Homes is known. Anywhere Lombardo simply allows you to build your home where you want to live. Concerned about how to build on your own lot? Don't worry about it. Lombardo Homes makes on-your-lot home building easy. For more information, visit LombardoHomes.com. Hey, it's weight loss coach Charles D'Angelo. While I'm known for helping people lose 100, 200, even 300 pounds, many people come to me with far more modest goals. Listen to my client Josh share his 50-pound weight loss success on Show Me St. Louis. How has this changed your life? It's increased my confidence, the way I carry myself, how I dress, and even practically just my work ethic and just feeling better throughout the day. I love it. Josh, what made you take the first step? I remember talking to my mom one night, and I was very upset about my weight, and I was thinking, I need help. And I realized that I couldn't do it on my own. So I went on the internet and I looked for the most qualified person I could find, and that was Charles. Josh, when you look at this before and after photo that we have on the screen, what do you see? I see a completely different person. It just takes me back to who I used to be, what I used to think about, and how my mindset's changed. I see a totally different person. And what's your relationship with food like today? Oh, much healthier. It's not a spontaneous relationship, and it's much healthier, it's much more stable. Schedule your free coaching consultation at charlesdangelo.com. Rich Orr is here for Helitech. And, and folks, let me tell you, if you haven't been getting water in from all the rain that we've had 
this summer. We've had so much rain. Now that it's getting hot, now that it's drying up, I'm sure your foundation is starting to move. Ground is shrinking. You might see some foundation cracks coming in. If you haven't needed their service, you will need it soon. At some point, pretty much every house will need some sort of foundation waterproofing service from Helitech. I invite you to give them a call. 314-329-4660. They can handle everything. My friends down there, I've been working with them for about 18 years now. We picked them because of their systems. We picked them because of the American-made products, the lifetime warranties, the free estimates to homeowners. They do everything, waterproofing, foundation repair, crack leveling, structural repair. They can do dehumidifiers, everything you need. Crawl space liners, they can take care of it. No matter what your foundation is doing, sinking, bowing, cracked, leaking, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Call my friends down there at Helitech, 314-329-4660 or helitechonline.com. St. Louis's healthiest happy hour is back. The BizDash 5K brings St. Louis businesses and their employees together. We encourage employees to come out, walk or run. It doesn't matter. Whatever they want to do. We talk a lot about wellness and inclusion and collaboration, and this kind of puts it all together. BizDash. It's the ultimate office party with music, food, drinks, networking, and much more. Thursday, September 12th at Soldiers Memorial. Create your company team today at stlbizdash.com. Mission has been compromised. Weeknight 7 and 9. Our world is changing. Real action now. Sean Hannity. This is what you're going to hear. Hannity on FM News Talk. FM News Talk 97.1. All right. We are back. We've got a ton of great information to get through for you today, but we also have a bunch of callers on the line, um, quite a few that, that think they have the answer to our question mark, which industry gets the most complaints to the Better Business Bureau. So I'm going to start with uh, Matt here. Matt, are you with us? You think you have the answer? I think I do. What's that? Timeshare Relief Agency. Oh, you know what? Wow, that's a good one. Because um, I know that can be a huge, huge hassle, but that is not number one in our area for complaints to the Better Business Bureau. And it might be number two. But a great guess, absolutely. Hey, Matt, I appreciate the call. Thank and, you. Uh, no problem. We're going to jump. Enjoy your show. Hey, I appreciate you listening. Thanks a lot. We're going to jump over here to... Uh, Linda, Linda, are you with us? Do you think you have the answer? Oh, yeah, I know this answer because I've gone through it firsthand over and over again. Oh, no. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, I can tell you some examples. Uh, Home improvement. Yes, absolutely. I I kind of talked about it before, how we've surpassed the used car sales as an industry. Sometimes sometimes what happens is people will take your money and you'll never see them again. (laughs) Oh man! Sometimes, sometimes you, they'll substitute. You'll ask them to put one thing in, and they they'll go to buy it at the Home Depot or wherever, and they're out of stock. So they'll decide to substitute something different without talking to you. There's wow. a 
Yeah. There's just so many things. Are they won't? Um, oh, there's times when you have to get bids by the job and not by the hour because sometimes people leave and they don't ever they go to lunch for three hours and come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, yeah, that's they're, some they're, of those smaller companies, pickup truck guys. They they love to take their time and do stuff like that, and just kind of do whatever they want. And I, I don't think a lot of them think it's too big of a deal to, you know, just run off to work on another job or do whatever they feel or deer hunting. You know, they're just right, oh, exactly. I'm gonna be gone for three weeks. It's deer season, and you're like, what? Three weeks? Right? Yeah. I go to get a part, and it takes the whole crew. You know, it's like. I don't know. It's just really funny, though. Yep. Well, it's 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 a bad side of our industry. It's one that, um, as I, as I go through some of this with Mark, we can talk about how we're trying to make this better and and change this for everybody. It's kind of the reason we even brought it up because we're trying to stop those complaints. We're trying to make Mosby and the whole industry a better place. So, Linda, you get the gift card, the $20 Starbucks gift card. So I'll have uh, somebody from our office call you next week and they'll get your address and they'll mail that out to you. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. All right. No problem. Thanks for calling. And uh, I'm sorry for all the headaches you've been through in our industry, but all I could tell you is next time you want to go around, give Mosby a call and, and you won't have those headaches. I would like to make one comment about the bathroom remodeling that I don't think people think about. Sure. Is when they go to remodel a bathroom, they got to think long term because when you get older, you have a very difficult time getting into a bathtub. Oh yes. Yes. <laughs> I yep. I literally just yesterday signed a bathroom remodel with a great repeat client of mine that that's the whole reason we're doing it. She cannot physically get into the tub anymore. And people wait for this to be an emergency is the problem is they, you know, thinking about aging in place and stuff like that. If you're going to be there a long time, it's good to think about these things. Um, so we try well, and bring this up. I took care of my mother. Up. My uh-huh. mother, I took care of her when she was elderly and another gentleman when he got old. And it's very difficult when somebody, you have to help them get in and out of a bathroom tub it's 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 really difficult because they can fall and get hurt really bad yes so and and that's an exact point that i was talking with my my client yesterday because um she was as we were going through the the scope and all the details she was saying okay i i really would rather have a shower door because i'm worried about water coming out you know around a shower curtain from a shower and i was like kind of explain it to her that you know I know that's that's something that will have to be dealt with, but if, if you're having that much trouble getting in, you might have enough trouble getting into this in the future where you actually need someone's physical help doing it, and the shower curtain is going to help that so much. You know, it's so important to think about. Um, I said, we're probably going to be in your house within the next five years tear, tearing that shower door out so that someone can help you exactly. take a shower. And she was like, oh, wow. Yeah. She was like, you know what? Yeah. Let's just go with the curtain. I don't want to put something in and, you know, it's a good point. I don't want to tear it out two to five years from now. Why would I, you know, why would I do that? So, hey, Linda, I appreciate the call. We will call you next week and we will uh, get that gift card mailed out to you. Thanks for uh, calling in and answering and thanks for listening. All right. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So we've got, uh, I think we've got enough time to get to, uh, 
Connie here has a bathroom question. Are you with us, Connie? I am. Hey, what do you got for us? Well, it happens to be a bathroom remodeling question. (laughs) Um, We live in an 1,100-square-foot house, and the bathroom we're looking at right now is about 50 inches square in terms of the flooring. Okay? That's an approximate... 50 feet? 50-inch square floor. It's small. It's a small bathroom. And the question is, uh, what kind of tile would you recommend for the flooring? Now, uh, I suggested, I know there's some high-end laminates out there that are supposedly waterproof, Mm -hmm. but um, my husband's convinced it should be tile. Would you agree with that, first of all? Yes, there there are um, some some like kind of vinyl laminates. There's Cortec that's very very waterproof. Um, and it's kind of almost like a, a rubbery or PVC almost kind of material. My concern with that is stuff still gets around it. Water can still get underneath it and get exactly. trapped underneath exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. when you put a heavy toilet on it, maybe it'll you know. Um, start to work its way loose if the floor starts kind of moving and shifting and giving just a little bit because it's like a floating product. Mm-hmm. So I would okay. always recommend, if you can if you can do it, do either a ceramic or a porcelain tile. Nothing natural. You don't want something real super porous that's staining and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But So a, a ceramic or a porcelain tile would be your best longevity kind of floor there. Okay, so as... Uh, if you're standing in the doorway of the bathroom, the shower is straight ahead. Mm-hmm. So it's like an east-west orientation on that shower. Would you agree that we're, we're attracted to the tile that's rectangular rather than square? Uh-huh. And, and we think a staggered pattern on the floor yeah. would make it look best. Right. And would you recommend... The east-west orientation for the tile, also. Um, boy, that would be a great question for one of my designers. Um, I would probably not because it, it would it might make the room look just long and skinny. And if you go the other way, it might make it look a little wider. Um, but there's a lot of designers out there that might look at that, you know, a little differently. And and I think it's really personal preference. I'd lay a few of them in there and see how it looks before you start yeah. mortaring okay. them. Yeah. Is what I'd recommend. Okay. All right? All right, great. Thanks so much for your help. Oh, you are Bye. very welcome, Connie. I appreciate the call and we've got a uh, hard break to jump into, so don't go anywhere cuz my right at home hack will be up next when we return. We are back and I've got special guest today, president of Mosby Building Arts, Mark McClanahan with me today. So if you have any questions about the remodeling industry as a whole or any processes for, for companies and, and how they, they go through and get you information, or if you have any home remodeling questions for me, you can give us both a call live right here today, 314-241-9797. We're here for you. We got half the show left, a little under a half an hour, so feel free to get with us. But for now... I will do my uh, latest right-at-home hack. So last week, we had a really kind of neat one about uh, 
PVC pipes and all the different things you can do with that and what we've done with it in the industry that actually has nothing to do with plumbing systems. Um, and you can find all these hacks um, on my, my Facebook or my Twitter. You can find information there um, at Rich Oris or just go to Facebook and search Rich Oris Mosby and you'll get right to my professional page with a lot of this information on there. But for today, I have kind of a neat one. And um, every I know everybody's had this problem because almost everybody's lived somewhere, home, apartment, whatever, with, with carpet in it. And when you buy new furniture, you rearrange furniture, then all of a sudden you got these dreadful dents in your carpet and you're trying to get these dents out. And there's really only a few ways to try and avoid that, um, which might be always buy larger furniture or <laughs> hardwood flooring would be a, a more expensive approach, but a good way to, to not have that happen. Or just new carpet, you know, who wants to do that because you needed a new coffee table or a new couch. So... I have three easy ways to remove carpet dents, and this is from a really, really good friend of mine and probably everybody's, um, Bob Vila. No, actually, I really don't know Bob Vila, but um, <laughs> thought it'd be cool to pretend anyway that I've seen so much of his stuff, and, and he is uh, you know, very helpful, like I hope this show is helpful. So, And for all the golfers out there, I want you to know that your tool for fixing the divots on the green can absolutely be a part of this process. So golfers listen up too. that. Uh, so, so the three easiest ways to do this, number one is using ice. You can ice it out, placing a large ice cube or multiple ice cubes directly on the divot and just literally let it melt for a few hours, even maybe up to 12 hours. Once that water is kind of engorged in the nap, you can bring it, bring the height back up, um, and you can use like a little, uh, either a spoon or they recommend a coin, or here's where my golf little divot fixer can kind of help poke that up and everything and just kind of lift those fibers right back up. Um, another way is kind of the same process a little bit, get it damp, but use a blow dryer. So you spray it, get it good and wet, and use a blow dryer, and it has, just like it puts, you know, fullness in your hair and everything. It could do the same thing for your carpet. Use your little tool as, as you blow dry it and it'll lift those right back up. Or just simply with a, a towel and an iron, you can get it wet and, and get your towel wet. Put the towel on the carpet. You don't want an iron on the actual carpet because it could melt it, but you set your iron on like a medium heat or the steam setting and run it over the towel about 30 seconds to a minute, and then you can use those tools and kind of lift that stuff back up and, and get that carpet fluffed back up again. So um, I know this is, too, a big problem when you go to sell your home because you're moving things and you're changing things, and then you've got all these dents everywhere. So hopefully that will help some of you out, out there. And uh, every week I've been bringing back another hack, so tune in next week for the next one. And like I said, you can find them all online, Facebook, Twitter, you can go back and um, if you go back on 971's site, you can get into all the podcasts of all my shows and you could hear there's one from every show this entire year. So um, let's get into some of this industry stuff, Mark. I've been, I've been dying to get into a little bit of this because you do a lot of things that, that Scott Mosby used to do and he did a lot of industry stuff, meeting with other companies and in groups with other companies and so you were just off a while back at the Harvard Remodeling 
committee thing and, and kind of doing some education and learning from them about the remodeling industry. So um, let's start with the obvious question. Really, what is that Harvard Remodeling Futures Committee thing? What What is it and what's it about? Sure. Well, it's so it's a part of the Joint Center for Housing Studies, which is a you know pretty well-known part of, of Harvard. Lots of anything that has to do with housing, which is a big part of our, you know, of our, our economy. Um, so this is a steering committee, a part of that um, Joint Center for Housing Studies. It's, it was started about 22 years ago, and it was started 22 years ago as a research project. Well, it ended up being much more than that. It's a, kind of an ongoing research project. Now, in the beginning, it was just a small group of companies who were really involved in the in the industry, but it's become much larger now. There's 70 to 80 companies involved in this group. They meet twice a year. And the types of companies that are in, involved in this are companies that really care about our industry, the, the health yeah. of, the, of the remodeling industry. And it's a large industry. It's a $450 billion industry. So the types of companies that you would see there would be, uh, there are obviously remodeling companies like us. There's a you know handful of us. There's large manufacturers like Pella and Kohler and James Hardy, just to name a few. There's financial companies like Wells Fargo or Synchrony. Yeah. Um, there's U.S. Oh, I'm sorry. There's government um, organizations. So HUD is there. U.S. Census Bureau is there, and a few others. Uh, there's organizations like the National Association of Realtors, uh, HBA, so the Home Builders Association. So there's and, a lot of people that care about this industry. Oh yeah, and the big yeah. boys like Google's there, Home Advisors there. I don't know if I don't think Amazon showed up yet, but I, they're probably not far behind. Yeah, so that's that's the background of the group, and the really the group just is just a research organization to look into what's happening in the industry and kind of project out what's going to happen, so that we could all make really good, smart decisions about the industry. Okay, yeah, great. That's that's really cool. Um, and it's Google, that's an amazing one. You know, yeah, that right. a lot of people might think, what does Google care about? Yeah, you know, home remodeling, but I'm sure they're taking over the world. <laughs> and the remodeling industry is a part of the world, yeah, so right, yeah. they're probably looking to take that over also, I'm yeah. sure, if they can. Um, so that's really cool. So what what's kind of your role? Like, why? I guess what a lot of listeners might ask is, like, why do they even bother with this, or why would Mosby want this information, or, you know, being such a small piece? So what's your role and intention of being there? Well, my role in particular is to really help try to make really good decisions when it comes to running Mosby Building Arts. So that's why I'm there. My, yeah. my big why is just for me to help gain information. But I also contribute and contribute by sitting on panels and committees to help contribute to the research projects that they do and the, and the dialogue that happens in the room. And they're uh, day-long meetings that happen twice a year. And in those meetings, we'll have various agendas. Some of it's just reporting on some of the uh, research projects that have been done. And I think the big conversation lately is just the what's happening with the labor market. And I think a lot of people have talked about skilled labor. You certainly hear about how there's a shortage of skilled labor. And oh, yeah. Yep. This is going to be, it's going to be a challenge because what's going to start happening is the, um, good or bad, depending on how you want to look at it. It's good for the for the people who work in, in, in the industry from a skilled labor standpoint. They're going to have to get paid more. Yeah. And that means the consumer is going to have to start paying more for it. And um, but you know, it, it is what it is. That's what we're up against. One of the big challenges that we're up against. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did just talk about that two weeks ago, I believe it was about skilled labor and the shortages and they're already attributing like all the increases through 2018 and into 2019. 
um, a lot of the increases in the cost to that exactly is just they got to pay them more yeah to keep them and you know so it, it just kind of goes down that that food chain there so but i thought that, so 450 billion dollars yeah is what that's something else i talked about last week that you know to give people an idea of the size of this industry um there was a home advisor study about the cost of remodeling and repairs and all that in for 2018 and it was the money they spent was nine it was over nine thousand dollars per home in the country to make that 450 billion yeah and um 2.2 remodeling jobs per home yes and i mean that is that's so much bigger than my little world i live in <laughs> yeah i know, know right it is it's amazing so um it's so how does that affect all these studies and and just the, the whole remodeling industry, people talk about it being fragmented. What is, you know, what does that mean to, to, to the industry and how does it affect everything? Well, so first of all, let's go to St. Louis. I'm going to shrink it down a little bit here. Yeah, yeah, that's Saint, good. St. Louis that's, where I, is, that's what I know. <laughs> yeah. So from a home improvement standpoint, St. Louis uh, is over $2 billion, close to $3 billion in home improvements. So that's, that's a significant amount of money. And the fragmented nature really has to do with there's lots and lots of small companies out there, <clears throat> which makes it hard for the consumer, if you think about it, the homeowner, because they have, first of all, they got a lot to choose from, but at the same time, that's hard to navigate. Um, in addition to, you know, the fragmented nature of it, it's the, um, you have really comes down to the types of companies that you could choose, right? Yeah. So do you mind if I run a little bit through that? Uh, well, we're going to get into a break here oh, yeah, real okay. shortly, yeah, yeah. so why don't we go ahead and do that? And okay. when we get back, let's talk about those different type of companies and uh, maybe maybe touch into in the last how you uh, choose through them. Sure, yeah, that sounds good. Okay, great. We are back. Final segment. We have literally have minutes left, so if you have any questions for us, feel free to get in real quick here. Give us a call, 314 241 9797. We'd love to hear from you. Love to even hear your comments about this remodeling industry stuff or some of your experiences, you know, out there, like, like Connie was talking about. Um, there, there can also be good experiences and we're trying to do things to make that better. And that is definitely the drive here at Mosby Building Arts all the time, which is, you know, a lot of people, Mark, might think, why would you even go through all that? I, I've never worked for a company that went through all that. But I've never worked for any other company for almost 18 years. <laughs> I didn't even work with my own father for that many years. So there's a whole family thing there. I worked for one of my best friends. That didn't go so well. Um, and I've worked for a ton of other companies before coming here. And and I think the average like turnover ratio in in construction industry is like four or five, like three or four years for like an employee to literally stay at a company. And that's probably a lot of what I did for a long time. So, um, so, so it's, it's interesting that we do all this to make it a better place for our clients. And it truly is helpful and it makes it a better place for us actually working in it. Um, and so what I'd like to probably get into is the, the different types of company as we started to hit on that, because I relate this to people all the time with products and with the types of company, because there's so many, 
is like going into Quick Trip to buy a soda. And you look at the wall and it's overwhelming. And you can put flavors in on it. You can mix them. There's different, there's so many things to select from. What happened to the days when you walked into 7-Eleven and there was like five flavors, (laughs) right? Yeah, right. (laughs) So can you just kind of explain some of those different company types to the listeners? So I'm going to start it from just a place regarding what you were mentioning for working at Mosby. One of the things about the industry, we were talking about how large it is and how fragmented it is. 69% of the companies don't pay their employees benefits. So, I mean, from an industry standpoint, just think about it. For your listeners, you know, think about the industry that they work in. I I guarantee you that that it's not that, that there's not that big of a gap. I'm sure they would expect to get health insurance. Well, you work for a remodeling company, you may not get health insurance. So that's an interesting, Just I just wanted to throw that stat out. Yeah. So let's talk about the different types of, of companies out there. There's, I really think there's four types of companies that you can really look at. There's going to be kind of the single person, you know, company, which is really, it's, it's a, it could be a guy, a gal, and they're doing all the work. So they, they run the sales, they buy all the materials, they do all the work, they might might have a helper do some work for them, but they're doing everything. So that's I've, I've been that too. Yeah. It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. No, at not all. easy at all. So that's that's one. And and for the homeowner, th- the benefits for that would be it's probably going to be the, their cheapest option, like the most cost effective option. Yeah. Um but but they'll most likely experience a much longer process. Because that one single person contractor can only take on so much work before it turns into a problem. Going back to the Better Business Bureau complaints, that's one of the complaints that they get all the time, which is my contractor just disappeared on me. Forget about the stealing money part. That's a crying shame. But a lot of times the complaints just have to do with my contractor just said he would get done in a month and it took four months. Yeah. So that's the first type. Second type is more of a small remodeling company. And that might be, you know, a few employees the owner's most likely going to have a sales role and maybe a project management role, but they're going to have some sort of active role in the business. And um, it's probably going to be another cost savings. It'll be a little bit cheaper as well, but not quite as cheap as the single operator. Um, And just like the single operator, they can get overwhelmed as well because they can only take on so many projects. But it's still not a bad option for some people out there. The next one would be like a Mosby Building Arts, which would be more of a full-service professional company where they've got a good battery of employees um, and for, with all skill sets from um, salespeople to designers and architects, estimators, drafters, um, people who support the administrative side of things, project managers, carpenters, all so- sorts of things. You spread those hats out of yes. that single yeah. guy yeah, into a bunch of different people so yeah. they can all be good at what they're doing. Exactly. So you have a lot more experts, you know, in one particular area. And so for the, the homeowner, that's, they're probably going to get the best experience through, through that because they'll the, m- most likely end, start and, and finish their job on time. And so that's a good option. Now that's going to cost you more and you, you should expect it, but they're a professional organization. Most of those, are, those are organizations are also going to pay benefits too, right? And then the last one is more what I would call a boutique organization, which is where they're going to have um, maybe a designer or an architect who's does really, really great designs and architects, and um, but they can't take on as much many projects as well. They can do really high quality work. Um, not that any of these other companies can't do quality work. It's not about quality, oh, yeah. necessarily. It's more about the experience that you're going to go through. 
Um, but that could be a little bit of a bumpy ride too, because then you got contractors coming in to bid. Oh yeah, to work with the designer, and so that could be a little bit messy for the homeowner as well. So those are the four types. Yeah, yeah, and and that's you know truly when I talk to people and and about their experiences, that's always the complaints I hear is time showing up. Uh, how they communicated they you know i can be looking at the most gorgeous kitchen you've ever seen and i'm like well are they looking at your bathroom too and they're like oh gosh i'd never have them back yeah and you're like but it's for those reasons it's not necessarily that it was poor quality or they didn't use granite or the kitchen doesn't look nice they're like oh no i love my kitchen i just hated the experience of the nine-month kitchen you know yeah you hear that all the time absolutely yeah Yep. So, so yeah, so that's, you know, what, what we're going through trying to correct and trying to yeah. make ourselves absolutely the best at. So um, can I make a rec- just a quick recommendation for homeowners? Absolutely. So the best thing you can do when you, when you look for um, a remodeling company is one um, is make sure you do your research, go online, look for online reviews, um, avoid things like home advisors and thumbtack, because really, f- frankly, those are all organizations that actually promote the more fractured, fragmented nature of the industry. So that's one thing. Do ref, uh, go to the Better Business Bureau. Check that out. Ask friends and family. Oh yeah. You know, get get some personal references, and then when you find a contractor, ask for them to share references so you can contact their their customers and ask for similar projects. Those are probably the main things you should you should do, and the responsiveness of the company. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's another thing I always hear is like, well, I tried to, I, I scheduled four companies, but you're the only one that's shown up. Yeah, And I'm just like, wow, that's amazing to me. And another thing that I always recommend to people is um, research the people that you're dealing with too. Go to casenet.com. Great, great point. And be like, oh, wow, he's been sued by half St. Louis. Maybe I don't want to deal with him oh, or research the people running the company or own the company, mm-hmm. you know, research the people, not just there's companies that change their name every five years, you know, so definitely do, do as much research as possible. It, it will only help you out in the end. So, Hey, we, we're going to, we're, we're out of time here. Loved having you on. Can't wait to do it again. Cause we've got so much more information that uh, we, we haven't gone through. So thanks for being here. And I need to draw into a hat here, and uh, real pick, we're going to pick out the name that Connie wins the Stefanina's gift card. Linda got the Starbucks gift card. We will contact both of you next week and uh, get those out to you. Stay tuned for Priscilla's All Around the Yard. Talk to everybody next week.